gentlemen. We have a special treat for you today. We have the one, the only. Welcome to the State Lines Network. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode 28 of the Boldly Going podcast. Man, this is a great episode. I'm really excited about it because uh, we have a great, great guest on. It's a really short episode um, with our friend Scent Rock. He is an artist, a mural artist, street artist, um, gallery artist, just an artist in general. Uh, pretty well-known artist in the Chicago area, Chicago-based. He is fantastic. Such a fun guy. Um, incredible artist. We had him in town in Tampa, Florida for uh, to do a mural here for us uh, along with my organization, Current Initiatives, with one of our th- projects that we do called The Laundry Project. And he was in town for a few days uh, doing a mural for us, and we took a few minutes and sat down uh, to chat about his story, about um, art and um, themes to his art and everything, uh, kind of how he came up in that. And uh, we only had a we only had a few minutes, so it's a little shorter, uh, quick conversation, but it is so good because the dude is brilliant, and I'm really excited to have him on. Um, he has a theme to his life that really uh, you see throughout his art, kind of plays into everything. Uh, the title of this episode is Stay Free because that's uh, kind of the theme. That's something that he kept coming back to, that he would say things around being free. Uh, one of the one of, uh, there's such a brilliant statement he says in the middle of the episode about art, about making it, and it being um, an extension of life. And so uh, pay attention, listen to that, f- uh, wait for that because I pause and have to write it down uh, in my notes because it was so good. So um, uh, spend the next few minutes uh, listening to our boy Scent Rock talk about art. Before we jump into it, let me remind you, uh, as always, we're part of the State Lines podcast network uh such a great group of podcasts and writers and a uh, collection of people doing some great stuff so go to the website state-lines.com check that out find the other podcasts and listen to those and then also uh, i mentioned Scent rock was here to do something along with our organization i'm a i'm a i'm a big pusher of uh getting involved in your community doing something to give back um and um, that being a boldly going thing as well, because that um, getting out of what you your normal everyday routine and going out in the world and serving other people, helping them in some way, meeting a need for somebody, uh, that changes the perspective of your life as well, and it uh, puts you in a position of understanding uh, that life is bigger than just about you and us. Um, it is about other people as well. Uh, life is meant to be lived free, as Saint Rock says. It's meant to be lived. Uh, giving yourself to other people and giving what you have to offer the world to other people. And let me tell you, if you don't know it and you don't believe it, you do have something to offer. So please get out and do something. Uh, Give back to your community. Offer to the world what you have to offer. And I would love for you to do that with our organization called Current Initiatives. We do a thing called the Laundry Project, and that's what we had Scent Rock here doing, um, doing a mural on the side of a laundromat. Uh, when we were doing a laundry project, serving people in that laundromat with helping them with laundry. So uh, if you would, check out that organization, Engage Current. You can find it on Instagram and social media. And you can also follow Scent Rock on uh, social media as well, at Scent Rock on Instagram and Twitter. Those are probably the best ways to follow him and uh, find out what he's doing. But please go check him out. Check out State Lines. Check out Current Initiatives. And... Strap in for this great episode with Scent Rock.
me and my brother are, my younger brother, are 14 years apart. That's so, wild. Yeah. Uh, he, I used to jokingly say to him that he was an accident, but he really wasn't an accident. He just wasn't planned. It was like one of those, my parents were planning on having another kid, and they just... I think that's considered yeah. an accident. <laughs> yeah, but you know, accident <laughs> accident just sounds, just sounds really... It wasn't a bad accident. Right. It just yeah. accidentally happened. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you want me to shut those blinds? Is that in your face? Oh, it kinda is in my face, yeah. I get to sit on that side maybe. Yeah, that's cool. Alright. Let's do this. So um yeah man. So be careful with the table too, like if you Oh like yeah, tap on too much, yeah, it picks up real real bad, so but uh cool. So we got Scent Rock in the house on the podcast today. Or Joseph Perez, I guess, right, is what you, your real name, but Scent Rock is what I like to go by. That's what I like to call you. Um, and, uh. You just going for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're just jumping right in, man. Yeah. We don't have a, listen, you got whiskey, then we got a beer, and we go right for it, man. We go right for it. Uh, yeah, Scent Rock, actually, I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna take a picture of you real quick. Okay, hold up. Right now? Yeah. You wanna hide your. Yeah, maybe let's wait a little bit. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to get more comfortable first. Okay, alright. Then yeah. I can get my photo yeah, yeah. taken. Yeah. Um, so a lot at once right now, you know? I got you. I got you. Yeah. We'll go easy. We'll go easy. Uh, yeah, Joseph Perez, Scent Rock. AKA uh, Scent Rock. AKA Scent Rock. Um, mural artist. Actually, you, pr- you do more than that, but I'm going to start out mural artist. You're from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Got you down here in Tampa to do a clean mural for us. Um, what else you do? Um, I do. That's kind of what I do. Just yeah, you make work art. in a gallery too, right? I I make art, studio, public art, um, street art, and I I actually do a little bit of arts education in public schools. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. How did you? What got What got you into the arts education part of it? <clears throat> that was just naturally, just always something that's been on my, uh, one of my, I guess, uh, just something that I always took into, like, consciously, like, wanting to give back, because that's a part of, that's a reason of how I got into art. Okay. Was someone coming to my school, inspiring me, and, uh, I just knew, like, me being inspired by that, I would... I have to give that back in a sense. Like, yeah, that was always a part of yeah. why what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, we haven't talked much <laughs> about your. It's been all business the whole time you've been yeah. here. So I haven't really talked much about. It. Uh, dude, you're, you're pretty. You're you're all business. You're all business. Man, I try not to be all. Business. No, I know. <laughs> well, your business is the good business. Like your business is people. Yeah, that we've been. Yeah, that's been true. Uh, so. How young were you then when you, so when you were in school, somebody came, so did someone like an outside person, an artist mm-hmm. come in and, and talk about art? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact age or grade. I want to say, I'm sure if I call my mom and ask her, she might know, but I want to say either first or third grade. Okay. Uh, a a mirrorless, yeah, mirrorless came to my school and uh, at that time... I was super quiet. I was the quiet kid. Mm-hmm. 
chilled. Um, I didn't say much. I didn't say yeah. I didn't really talk. And uh, when the when the muralist came, the artist came to my school and exposed me to like doing murals and doing. Uh, well, we did one mural and we did a lot of drawings. Uh, that was like a. Even at at a young age, I was like, "Yo, this is dope!" Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it it definitely, like, kind of opened my eyes in a sense, or inspired me. And the teacher, the the guest artist, realized at that time that I guess I had talent or had a natural liking for it. And he he definitely pulled it out of me. Like, I think he noticed, and he kept kind of like pushing me to do more and more work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what what started. That's amazing. Yeah. So what the the fascinating thing to me about that is that like a lot of schools do some type of arts education, you yeah. know, bring in having artists in. Mm-hmm. You're the first person to talk that I've ever had a conversation with that talk about that. That specifically said that it was a mural artist that they brought yeah. specifically a mural artist. Yeah. In to do that. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he well, Mexican American muralists are are pretty pretty big in our communities. Like sharing stories, oh, uh, the past like you know Frida Kahlo, Diego Rivera, Zarosco. Like uh, a lot of these artists used murals and what we call like Chicano style murals. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know that's a big part of our culture. So he came to our school and we did a public. Public. I'm, I'm sure murals are big in any, you know, any culture. Um, but yeah, but, well, yeah, I, absolutely. But I feel like murals um, just recently have really become, like, not not recently, like, yeah. a couple months ago, but, like, in the past few years, it's really become a popular thing, at least in, a like, staple here in, in the community. Yeah, like a staple yeah. thing. Because for the longest time, I feel like murals um, were, I guess, depending on... Well, let me back up. Most people, I think, when they think mural art, they think graffiti, right? Because that's what—that's kind of what you see the most, and that you know, mm-hmm. just someone just went and tagged some wall and graffiti art and that kind of stuff. Um, but art would like the view of like doing a pictorial thing that says a state that is a statement mm-hmm. through that visual on the wall. I feel like just in the past probably five years, five to ten years, has really started to become a staple. Yeah. At least in America. Yeah, I would say so. Um, well, at least... At least in certain communities. Like, my community always had it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> just because, I don't know, that was just the, the demographic. And also, I hate to say this, but a little bit of it, too, was like... We had walls and locations and buildings that were like, you want to paint a mural? Sure, go for it. As opposed to other locations where it's like, oh, no, don't touch my walls. Like, we want these, you know, a certain aesthetic. Yeah. So, at least where I grew up, it was a little bit more acceptable if we were to go to a shop, a body shop or a liquor store and ask if we could do graffiti on the side of the wall. Yeah. It was a little bit more acceptable. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's such a... Yeah, man, help yourself with a candy bowl. Uh, that's pretty awesome that a business... Yeah, that's all right. That a business... I feel like a lot of businesses 
or very like, no, don't mess up my wall with that, or you know, right. Like, wanna, very uh, hesitant, uh, even of the the taboo that comes with having graffiti or street art mm-hmm. on their buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So did you start right out with uh, when you started doing that in school? Did you start right out with with just starting doing graffiti or what? At that age? Yeah. No. What did you What did you start? No, with? I was still a kid at that age. I mean, so that's I mean, like that's like third grade. Let's say third grade. So from there, I uh, I was just super inspired. I was super inspired by that. Um, after that, I wasn't a I wasn't a bad student. I was just a quiet student. So at that time, my parents, I think the teacher told my parents like, "Yo, he has a talent. Like he's really good, and this is something he likes to do." Mm-hmm. So much to the point to where. The teacher, the 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 guest artist, the muralist, he painted my like my face on the wall, like at the school. So it's oh, wow. the last time I checked, it's still there. Like that mural is still up, and my face is still there. Oh wow! So it's pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, that you know, my parents kind of from there were, um, you know, bought me supplies and coloring books and pencils and everything, you know, sketchbooks and allowed me to kind of. And, you know, kind of help foster that a little bit. Um, so, did you go to school specifically for art at any point, or did you? They just no got you around stuff to. Yeah, they, you know, they kind of did what they could. Like my parents weren't exposed to the arts at all. Like my grandparents weren't. Um, like I never even visited a gallery or an art museum until I was an adult, like probably eighteen, nineteen years old. Um, yeah, so no schooling. Just yeah. just the neighborhood and public schools. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, from there and then I think that's what introduced me to graffiti, just seeing it in the neighborhoods. Okay. Seeing um friends, older brothers doing it, seeing uh like even gang graffiti, all that stuff, you know, as a kid you just see and it inspires you. Um, so yeah, I, I, that's something that I latched on to was graffiti art, and I had a lot of friends doing it, and or friends, older brothers that did it. So when I see them do it, I was like mesmerized, and it's definitely something that I wanted to to try or at least give it a try. Cause yeah. one, as a teenager, so this was like freshman year, you know, going to high school, seeing people do graffiti and just being like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Like I want to make art and be creative and go out in the streets in the middle of the night and go hang out with my friends like that sounds like what I want to do <laughs> so that's yeah that's kind of what led me to you know the direction I am now yeah that's really that's really cool I think I feel like art um and maybe maybe it's a cultural thing too with just um a certain race and um cultural backgrounds and stuff that you have like an older group of people that are already in that that went, mm-hmm. Oh, you're interested in this, let me let yeah. me kinda of take you under my wing and, and show you some show you some things and yeah. try to mentor you along in this. Yeah. Whether yeah, whether it's good or bad, like a lot yeah. of times the older generation, like you know, uh the older brothers kinda of influence the younger generation to keep doing whatever you're doing, whatever if that's like doing bad, doing whatever, 
you you know you inspire the the next generation to keep it keep it going or yeah you know kind of yeah whatever it may be yeah that's for sure so when you started out doing that stuff did you run into um did you run into like any negative perspective about doing about doing uh graffiti art and mural art and stuff um when i started off we just did graffiti we just did and when i mean graffiti i mean like just tagging like we just walked around tagging mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, all we so, did because that's all our skill level was at. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, for people listening, maybe like the distinction between those two things. Yeah. If you maybe explain a little bit the difference between just tagging a building with mm-hmm. something and doing a, a mural of some yeah, kind. Yeah. It's, those are two different worlds in a sense, but also kind of along the same vein. Um, tagging. All right. Well, just so graffiti, we break it down to two groups. There's graffiti writing which is the tagging and the right. the whole uh, letters of it and then there's graffiti art which is the same thing but it's more just the art of it the art of like if you had a picture of graffiti that's graffiti art graffiti writing is going out and okay. the whole culture of it um, and then you got street art which is kind of which is really big right now all the murals are like characters and yeah. using spray cans like that's the whole street art world um, and then murals are just giant paintings, um, indoor or outdoors, that uh, for the most part are usually a story. There's some sort of story, and okay. it's some sort of like visual story. That's what we would, I, at least, I would consider a mural. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we started off tagging, which is just basically the the you know you get your your nickname, and then you. You try to write creative letters, your own hand styles, and you tag that around. And then usually that evolves to the bubble letters, or then you get, like, different styles, and then you get the wild style, and you get the pieces, and then, you know, then it keeps going and evolves. And then I, I as you can tell my work, it, I went more the character direction. Yeah. So characters incorporated graffiti a lot. Um, you got letters and characters, and I kind of started gravitating as I got older towards characters. Okay. What was it about characters for you that, as opposed to the other? Um, I guess I just got tired of writing the same word in my name over okay. and over, and I just knew that characters had had more character, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're a little bit more of a story behind it for me, and that's kind of something that, that always captivated me was the, the story behind it, I guess. Yeah. Or the image that represented... A story. story yeah. yeah, like if you see Bart Simpson or Mickey Mouse or mm-hmm. whatever, you know that that represents a certain type of story. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So, uh, like the one of your one of your I guess your signature characters you do, which you did for for ours, is that like the bird mask. And bird mask, yeah. yeah. What and I so as we're doing it, people are going by. People coming by the laundromat, just like yeah. going in and out, and then asking like, "Oh, what's the bird about?" and all that kind of stuff. So you gave a real short description of like where that came from or what the inspiration was yeah. for that. Um, can you tell a little bit of the like, how did you how did you come to that and what what that represents for you? Oh, uh, I think it's a lot of a lot of pieces that kind of came together that for at least for me that keep me doing it. Um, the overall message is is uh, someone who wanted like an alter ego of wanting to fly away, mm. 
And I guess, I guess, yeah, if we're going to dive into it, and I always had something that always caught my eye about birds. Like I just thought they were so dope, like being able to fly away, get away. Mm. Um, so I always liked the idea of that. And as I continue to make art, I learned that, at least for me, creating the mask kind of showed the humanity side of it. So it wasn't a cartoon character or it wasn't necessarily... Um, Something that I just made up out of my imagination. It it could have been somebody like it could be a boy behind it or whoever. Yeah, wearing a mask. You know that's something that could happen in real life. Um, so that's why I did it as to show somebody who wanted to fly away, maybe a little bit of like escapism and uh, yeah, freedom and yeah. just having that. So that's kind of where it comes from, the overall message of it. But it kind of started with me drawing birds and. And bringing in the two ideas of like being free, staying free. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> it kind of comes from that, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's other pieces to it too. Yeah, go, go for it. Okay, Explain them. Yeah, man, dive dive into it. All right. Um, this is this is the funny part that I don't think my wife likes me to tell because she's like, mm, it's weird, but so. And I don't think people believe me when I say this, but when I was a kid, I was playing in my front yard. This is West Phoenix, where I grew up. Mm. I remember watching birds fly around. Uh, so I'm the oldest, and I have two, uh, two, four, six, six siblings. Uh, Holy cow. So you had to count them out to remember. Uh, so I was the oldest, you know, and I, so I was just in the front yard, and I remember seeing birds fly around, like, and then I remember seeing a dead bird in my front yard, and just thinking, like, as a kid, trying to process a dead bird. Yeah. Like, one, death. Two, a bird that you see flying is now in your front yard. It's, like, in my territory now. Yeah. So I'm like, huh. So I remember just, like, staring at it, like, poking at the bird, just... You know, just super, like, intrigued. And I remember I opened the mouth of the bird, just, like, inspecting it. And I, it, I don't think it was that bird, but I heard a scream, like a crow or, like, a bird scream. Yeah. And it scared me, like, because I got... One, I was already kind of, like, at, like, uneasy playing with a dead bird. Sure, yeah. And then I hear it scream as soon as I open the mouth. And I, uh, I got... Yeah, as a kid, I just got super scared, like, fell back. And then I remember just, like, laying down and being like, whoa, that's trippy, like... And then I don't know what happened after that. But I just remember I was all... From that point, I was always, like, just super, like, intrigued. That's a... No, that's not funny. That's a... That's a that <laughs> no, makes so much so sense. funny, yeah. No, it makes so... so it, it makes a... So, now... Nah. Uh, one more piece of the yeah. puzzle. One more piece is... Uh, so, I grew up in West Phoenix, and the nickname for West Phoenix is Bird City... Oh. Because of the, the symbol of the phoenix, like okay. the, the firebird. Yeah. So that's also like all that kind of like plays into yeah. a role. And then, so yeah, that's kind of the whole the whole backstory behind that little mask. Yeah. No, I love it because, I mean, stories like that to me are are fascinating because they the things that we that our brain will remember from just random moments of childhood yeah obviously 
whatever happened in that moment was impactful to us in that moment, but that may not ever come out until years later, which yeah. like in your case, it seems like, like that just stuck around in your brain for so long mm-hmm. and it translated out into art yeah. one day for you. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm always, in, I'm always interested in that because it, it's, it's so crazy how the brain works and like stores these certain yeah. things that, you know, kind of shape who we are and what mm-hmm. we end up doing in life a lot of times. Yeah. It's so. crazy how how so much of our childhood kind of, in, in a way, leads us to how we think as adults mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, if you allow, yeah. if you allow and don't, you know, overlook a lot of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which I think the smartest people do take take the time at some point to recognize, <clears throat> like, oh, yeah, that, like, they'll connect those dots from yeah. this is what I'm doing or this is the thing that influenced me or I'm most passionate about and they'll connect the dots back to at some point in their childhood when mm-hmm. when that first thing you or, know. yeah we allow that to in a sense create like our moral compass in a sense of what we think we should be doing in life yeah. or now that I'm an adult how should I what direction should I go yeah yeah absolutely yeah, that's really that's cool to know because your, your answer which is great but your answer obviously like you're working and trying to yeah, yeah. You know, it represents like, you know, the freedom to fly away and be able to, mm-hmm. you know, escape that kind of thing. I was like, I know there's more, there's, there's definitely more to that story of where, how that, yeah, that character came to life for you, which is awesome, which I, I feel like every artist, like any good artist has whatever that thing is that they land on, yeah. there's, it's wrapped up in so many layers. Like what's that driving factor? Like what yeah. keeps you doing that? Like why do you keep doing that? Um, yeah. Yeah. So what is it, what, what is it for you just from an art standpoint mm-hmm. of like, this is what you do for a living. Like this is your full time job basically yeah. of, uh, creating murals, creating art, uh, mm-hmm. doing art education. Like what, where, what is that for you that like, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is my career. This is what I'm going to yeah. do in my life. <clears throat> uh, I think that's a tough question. Cause I think. In high school, when I started getting into graffiti and art, um, it was kind of like I think I just something that is did and kept doing, and it was like I'm not thinking about other options in life. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about making art and like yeah, like living day to day type of thing. Yeah. So. And, you know, I never really had a game plan. And I just, I, I think I just live or die by, like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Whether it works out or it doesn't work out, at least, like, my work symbolizes, at least I'm free. At least I have. I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dude, that's That's kind of awesome. my drive. And then now, you know, as I get older, you learn how to stay free doing what you love to do. But also make it benefit, and you know you learn how to take those steps. Yes, that's so good because I, like uh, that's essentially what my podcast is about. Is I want people to hear stories like yours of yeah. of saying stuff like that. Of like, at least I'm free. You know, yeah. I'm doing the thing that I love. I'm doing something I'm passionate about, mm. and it may not be the thing I do the rest of my life. But at least I'm free to make that choice. I'm free to 
you know, explore that passion. Because I think a lot of people do live, they go to work every day, they go to whatever their thing is, and they are um, a prisoner, in a sense, to to the job that they have, and they hate it, and they don't like, Mm -hmm. you know. um, So I want to hear, I want people to hear stories like yours of like, it can be done. You can find a way to to, uh, pursue your passion. Yeah. No, for sure. I feel. <clears throat> I think that's that's a big ambition for me too. Is to be able to be that example of. I grew up West Phoenix. I grew up in environment or whatever cards were dealt for me. And I'm I'm making it <clears throat> by doing by doing a occupation that's creative, a yeah. creative occupation, as opposed to other things. Yeah. So. That's that's really cool. How does your how does your uh, I'm assuming your wife is encouraging of you of like yeah. pursuing that. Yeah, for sure. Well, she met me when you know already um, as as an artist and what I was doing with my work. So that's when we met, and I think she just knows how much of a driving force it is, even in life, like keeping me as a a sane human being at times you know mm. like allowing me to make art yeah that isn't just healing in a sense for people around me or when I go talk to students but also for myself like she yeah. knows that this is something that in a sense kind of like bigger than just me making art it's yeah. something you know there's more to it um you know I don't like to get super like I guess like talk about like the vibes and I don't know all no, this stuff, but I do. I love <laughs> I love having this conversation. So you know, she kind of she knows she knows that yeah, me making art is definitely an extension of me living. Mm. So and she wants me That's to live, statement. you know, as, as as happy as I can be. I gotta, I gotta write that down because it's a great statement. I forgot what I said. Me making art is an extension <laughs> of me living. Yeah. Uh, man. Um, sorry, I had to think about that for a second. That's real. That's yeah. that's beautiful. That's a beautiful statement. Um, and that's all. That's beautiful that she recognizes that with you as well. Yeah. Because that could go, I feel like that could go really terribly. Like, even if you you're an artist, you met, yeah. you're married, like, that could go terribly that at some point that person goes, hey, uh, are you ever going to get a real job? Or, uh, right. you know. I mean, thank God that it's been, it's been good as far as, like, I mean, we had our ups and downs financially, but, you know, I think now we have a little bit more steady plan at least I have a more steady plan yeah. of how my work is my art is allowing me to yeah yeah pay pay my bills and yeah. stuff like that so that's awesome I, yeah. I feel like that's part of life for everybody like whatever the career is yeah for sure figuring that out for sure so um, you live in Chicago now when you when you moved to Chicago did you find that to be a better place for you, for what you wanted to do, uh, oh, for sure, like Phoenix? for sure, yeah, okay, for sure. It's it's definitely a bigger market. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a bigger market for sure. Um, what am I burping up? I'm trying to fit. My bad. I just burped something on its mouth. Like, what's mouth? <laughs> it's probably the whiskey. Okay, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's a bigger market. Um, if you want to, like, you know, how many bands do you know have to move to the bigger market? Right. The LA's or the New York's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's a big part of it, for sure. And that's a big part of why I haven't moved back to Phoenix. Okay. Um, just, I just don't know how it would work out. Yeah. And plus, I grew up there. I grew up in Phoenix. Uh, being in Chicago allows me to be my own person, in a sense. Yeah. Um, reinvent myself, yeah. my work. So, it's been good. Well, I feel like, I mean, any new city, I'm sure, is like this. But Chicago, I feel like there's uh, there's such diversity of culture and even just styles of buildings yeah. and life and all of that mm-hmm. in a city like that which makes me think about what you were talking you know we we're talking about the mural that you were doing for us of how um, you didn't really say it this way but basically kind of like how wall a wall kind of comes to life yeah as your as your you know as your palette and as you're creating whatever it is on there you had like one idea of what that was going to look like to start with yeah but as that wall kind of interacts with what you're doing Right, right. Kind of takes on a different life in a little bit. Yeah. In a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was an interesting thing because I've never heard anybody put it in those terms before, but it makes a lot of sense that that wall kind of like speaks to that piece that you're making as well. Yeah, for sure. So, is that is that something you you feel like that's something you experience in every piece that you do? Um, yes and no. There's, yeah, I mean... Yes and no. A big part of it too for me is the environment, like where the mm. where the pieces are and what they're saying to the people that are walking by every day. Mm. Um, that's a big part of it. So yeah, if I can have a mural in every hood in America, like that would be my goal. Yeah. Like to have that just simple message, you know, that reminds people of. Being able to stay free or fly higher or whatever it may be, or yeah. just yeah. knowing that someone came and created art in this environment, like yeah, or in this neighborhood or whatever, to remind people, like you yeah, know, the, the beauty of life, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it, man. I love, I love that. That's your heart. Yeah, for sure. That's so great. That's so great. Um, so I. I'm going to do a couple rapid-fire questions for you because we're going mm-hmm. to keep it kind of a short episode. Okay. But um, where'd your name come from? Scent Rock. That name? Yeah. Okay. Um, so in high school when I got caught doing graffiti, okay, in high school I got caught doing graffiti, and my friend was like, yo, you need a new alias, something different, so people don't know you're tagging walls. Okay. He was like, you should write Scent. And he was like, you should write, like, heaven sent because you're all into God. And in high school, I was really, like, discovering my faith. Okay. Um, and I was like, yo, that sounds dope. Sent, like, heaven sent. And I didn't think it in the in the huge, like, what that actually means. Like, oh, wow, how cool is that? You know, like, super pretentious. I didn't think of that. I just thought, yeah, that does sound cool, sent. And at the same time in high school, I started... 
picking up breakdancing and and then so when you you know rock the beat or when you're mm-hmm. yeah just rocking or getting down uh you had you know rock is kind of like a very common like also alias to yeah. break dancers or yeah. b-boys so it'll be like b-boy jason rock because okay just to signify that you're a dancer and that's who that's uh, who okay. you are okay so in a little bit it signifies like you know i like kind of my culture the dancing and the hip-hop culture so that's where it came from so it started off as scent and then i added rock towards the end and it just stuck uh 10 i don't know how many years later but it's just stuck forever to the point where even like my family and my wife call me scent that's so that's yeah. amazing that's really <laughs> it's cool it's definitely something that's stuck and became has become a part of me yeah that's awesome I'm a big nickname guy yeah so I, I like nickname people you know or yeah. I like play off of their names and stuff yeah. so the whole time you've been here that's what I wanted to call you is just and I'm sick. cool I'm super cool with that but sometimes I don't know how people feel about yeah you know because I know there's also been people who be like, well, what's your real name? I want to know. I'm not. Yeah. I want to know about your real name. Like, okay, like it's Joseph. <laughs> How jerk. many Josephs do you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see it. Well, what's your real name? Yeah, that's so funny. That's awesome. Um, uh, what's the hardest part about doing a mural for you? Uh... Nothing. You're that good at it. No, I'm trying to. Th- <laughs> no, there's a lot of there's a lot of difficulties. Um, finishing the mural is probably the hardest part. Yeah. Just because I feel like like it's never done, or like the mural that we did, I feel like oh, I feel like it did so much more, or added so much more, yeah. or done more to where like it's hard for me to be satisfied yeah so I think that's the hardest part for me okay like feeling done like yeah I could see that yeah yeah uh I I feel like that's probably pretty common pretty common thing Mm -hmm. uh in our world or at least like I hear a lot of uh you know all the mistakes I was a musician growing up like I started playing saxophone when I was 8 years old and anytime I would perform something People would go, oh man, that's so you did such a great job. You yeah. know, all I could think of in my head is all the the notes that I missed or the mistakes right. that I made. You know? Or what, how you could have played as right. opposed to how you actually played. Yeah, yeah, that stuff always. I think in any craft, if you want to perfect your craft, you're always, you know, thinking how you do better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what kind of um, just to kind of wrap it up a little bit? What kind of <clears throat> encouragement do you give so when you do your art education mm-hmm. stuff what kind of encouragement do you give to those kids in that classroom or that environment that you would give to what's kind of typical encouragement you'd give to someone that I'm here I want to I want to start doing art or I want to yeah. do whatever it is uh, the easiest answer is believe in yourself <laughs> I know that's super cliche but that really especially for like kids that grew up how I did like mm-hmm. you don't value what you, who you are a lot of times. Yeah. So that's a big one. Just valuing yourself and believing like whatever you create and what you do is valuable and it's it is dope whether people think so or not. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
I love the last Hallmark part. speech. That's no, Hallmark I like speech. it. <laughs> I'm all, listen, I'm a sucker for Hallmark <laughs> yeah. speeches, man. Uh, dude, that, yeah, that's. Uh, I love that you added that on the end of it. That um, regardless of what someone might tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not easy, you know. Yeah. To feel like you're dope all the time, unless you're that super cocky person. But you know. Yeah. I feel like even being super cocky is a compensation for yeah not feeling. Yeah, I had a I heard a guy one time uh, talking about ego mm-hmm. and putting putting in the context that ego is not necessarily. It's not necessarily bad mm-hmm. because ego is somewhat of your protector. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the thing that protects you from going off the cliff. Right. You know, um, too much ego can be can be bad, but all of us need a little ego to keep us, like you said, believing in ourselves. Yeah. You know. So. Um, so the last, so the final question, like last couple questions, I always ask one to you, okay. one to the one is to the art, uh, the people listening. Hello, people listening. Uh, yeah. So um, title, the title is boldly going. That's what the title of the podcast okay. is about. So it's all about what you're doing. Like you're boldly going, pursuing your passion, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different perspective on this. I'm curious your perspective of. Do you feel like every person has that ability to por- pursue that passion? In your terms, stay free to yeah. live to live life free. And why or why not? Pursue the passion of staying free, or just just a life in general, like boldly going, <laughs> doing the thing that they love, and pursuing their passion. Um, of course, I want to say yes. Everybody does, but I think uh, you know the, the political side of me feels a little bit of like, yeah, of course, we all have. We all have that. Mm-hmm. Go out and reach your dreams, find your dreams. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a lot harder for people that I know, like especially family members or people I grew up with that didn't really parents that for sure weren't going to help them achieve their mm-hmm. dreams or like like my parents they didn't graduate from high school or they as far as art they definitely didn't know anything about the art world or anything like that. So, but you know, it's about that's that's part of the beauty of the struggle, you know, finding the strength, like building that strength out of it. Um, just saying what you want to do and fo- why you why it's necessary, and you know, it's, you're gonna have your obstacles, but I think everyone can do it. Especially, in my opinion, in America, like we all have the opportunity. I mean, how many, you know, pe- like immigrants come here and start to build up you know and it's not easy but you know I think it's definitely doable with the right sacrifice yeah and I think that's the key word sacrifice mm, yeah so that's good yeah that's a great answer because you're right I, I, you're right the easy answer is to say yeah of course mm-hmm. this is America anyone can anyone can make it anyone can do it sometimes it does take some certain circumstances and sacrifice for, mm-hmm. for that to happen yeah that's great um, so cool. So the last question to to the people listening is you've you've uh, it's been a short one, but you've heard uh, you've heard a little bit from Sent Rock. You've heard his story. You've heard where he's come from, where he's going, what he's what he's doing. Um, what can you do this week or this month to start 
down that road of pursuing your passion. Doesn't have to, you don't have to paint the whole mural at one time, but what's the first piece you can start working on to, to get there uh, and start knocking out that, that one piece to get down the road. Um, so dude, what, uh, anything you want to promote? Oh, my bad. No. <laughs> What's your, uh, people can find you, they want to follow yeah. you? Yeah, just Scent check Rock. out my Instagram, at Scentrock, S-E-N-T-R-O-C-K. That's also my Twitter handle, S-E-N-T-R-O-C-K. Uh, yeah, I'd say my Instagram is probably the best uh, view of my work. Yeah, awesome. And then Twitter is the best view of my um, pessimistic view of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's where... Dude, that's amazing. And then Facebook is for uh, family and friends. Okay. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's so funny because I feel like your Instagram is so, like, visually, it's so positive. It's all the, like, stay free, yeah. fire, all that stuff. And then your Twitter is like, all right, here's the yin, here's the yang to the, the yin to that yang. Oh, uh, I like, used to be super reckless on Twitter. I used to say, I used to subtweet so much. Yeah? And subtweet people that followed me and were like, okay, that's definitely about me. Like, you're being super reckless, dude. Like, <laughs> so I had to, like, cut that out a little bit, but I feel like Twitter is definitely that. That's that so side funny. of it. That's incredible. I love it. I love the the two sides of Sandrock yeah. found in social media. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's super cool. Dude, thank you so much for taking a few minutes and chatting and kind of telling your story a little bit. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I had a good time. Absolutely. Thank you for the drink. And yeah, dude. You can have another one. All right. Thanks for coming down and doing the mural too, man. I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck to have you here. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll do it again in Chicago sometime. Yeah. Uh, I think we should. Yeah. Maybe spring or summer. Cool. All right, dude, man. You're the man. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha,